show up as your whole self and allow yourself to be seen, allow yourself to be received. I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short and to stop sitting it out and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking, and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time because it's not just about business, it's about contribution, it's about meaning. That is what we seek. That is what we truly want. And you absolutely are here to serve the world. And I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth, to do something today that you couldn't do yesterday with classes designed for real life. Skillshare is an online learning community with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash dreamjob and get a one-month free trial of premium membership. Also, thanks to Headspace. Just 30 days of Headspace lowers stress by 32% and just four sessions can reduce burnout by 14%. Headspace is here to help. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash dream job. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of don't keep your day job. So I have a huge question for you. Have you already signed up for my podcast program? This is going to be epic. We start next Monday. It's called it's your turn to podcast. And you guys, this podcasting program is going to be probably the best program I've ever done. If you had to measure the most success that I've ever had in anything, it's podcasting. I started my podcast four and a half years ago with zero Instagram followers. That's right. I didn't even have an Instagram account, zero people on an email list. Um, I didn't have a single listener. We started with zero. I wasn't famous. My last name's not Kardashian. I didn't have a book out at the time. And this podcast has grown to over 24 million downloads, generating multi-seven figures a year. I'm working on my second book, just got my second book deal, and just started taping a TV show. Podcasting has expanded my life in ways that I really feel it's like a phenomenon. It's amazing that I've been able to really touch people's lives, that I've been able to become the leader that I want to be. It's amazing how much of a growth opportunity it's been. It's amazing how many people I've met, how my network has expanded. It's incredible how much revenue it generates, how scalable it is, because it's really because business is at its core about intimacy. And when you think about podcasting versus YouTube, I mean, there's 149 billion pieces of content on YouTube and there's 2 million podcasts. So it's a different place. It's a different tool. The people who listen to podcasts, they don't watch something on YouTube for three minutes. They listen to the whole episode. We, we know from the demographics that the majority of podcast listeners have a four-year college degree and they're growth-minded and they, they listen consistently. And so you develop a relationship with people which then allows you to really get to know people, to know what they want. And then when you are offering something, it's amazing how you will be able to understand how quickly you can monetize that. So I will show you how to monetize the podcast program that I'm offering is not just pre-recorded videos. In fact, we don't have any of that. It is a live class with me on Zoom every single week for eight weeks. Plus after that, you get six months of live support. In this program, I'm going to teach you how to start an incredible show, a show that really you you learn the skill to not just interview people, but to truly hold space so that that conversation is sacred and beautiful and present and that people can hear the difference. And then I'm going to teach you how to grow a phenomenal audience. How do you make your audience feel part of the show? And then I'm going to show you the eight ways to monetize your podcast. If you want to join us, go to kathyheller.com slash join. You can find out all the details. We've got a payment plan, so there's two different ways to pay. Go check it out. Go to kathyheller.com slash join. We get started in one week, next Monday, October 4th. I cannot wait to see you guys in there. 
I cannot wait to hear the stories because I know that you will be saying to me because of that podcast, I now have 4,000 downloads and I started this business and I'm creating this retreat or this program, or I made this product or I created a service and I had 10 openings and I filled them. Start your podcast. You're going to say the same thing that I said and my friends say, which it's the single biggest thing that moves the needle forward in your career, in the abundance you're seeking. Start your podcast. Go to kathyheller.com slash join and I'll see you in there next Monday. Okay, so I want to share a fun talk I had with my very good friends, Jessica Zweig and Jill Stanton, about how podcasting can help you build an epic business. They've both been on the show before, but in case you haven't heard those episodes, I'll just tell you a little bit about both of these incredible women. Jessica is an award-winning entrepreneur, personal branding expert, top digital marketer, author, podcaster, and CEO of Simply Be Agency. Her show is called the Simply Be Podcast, and it's all about how to develop an amazing life or brand just by being instead of constantly doing. She's had incredible guests like Morgan Harper Nichols, Rachel Rogers, Marianne Williamson, and many, many more. So definitely go check it out. And Jill, who's a serial entrepreneur, co-founder, of Screw the 9 to 5 and founder of the Millionaire Girls Club. She also has a podcast. It's called Screw the 9 to 5. And on the show, she and her husband, Josh, dish out actionable tips, answer your burning business questions, and speak to other online entrepreneurs who've taken their 9 to 5s and used them to create the business of their dreams. Jill and Jessica are some of the most successful, open-hearted entrepreneurs that I know. And it's super interesting to hear how they've been able to grow their companies through their podcasts and what doors have opened for them. And even if you're someone who says, you know, podcasting just isn't for me, I highly recommend that you listen to this episode because it just might open your eyes to some possibilities that you didn't see on your path yet. So without further ado, please welcome the awesome Jessica Zweig and Jill Stanton. Jessica Zweig, Jill Stanton, welcome. Welcome to the party. We're going to talk today about how unbelievably epic your business can grow when you have a podcast. And both Jessica and Jill in so many different ways have allowed, I would say, for their podcast to be such an incredible way for their business to thrive and for their platform to make such an impact. And so we're going to talk about that. And they have Honestly, in so many ways, they are beyond where I am. And it's it's cool because we go to each other for different kinds of, you know, oh, well, you're really good at this. Well, you're really good at this. And so it'll be cool to sort of like pick their brains and ask them about their strategies. And I think you guys are going to benefit so much from that. So Jill Stanton and Jessica Zwei, you're going to want to go follow them on Insta. You're going to want to go creep and look at what they're doing because it's really good stuff. And yeah, and girls, just while we're giving everybody one more minute, tell me things like this morning, what's one cool thing that you did this morning? Jess, you're on, you're on a trip somewhere, right? Yes. I'm in Dallas. I, you know, as you know, I launched my book this year in the middle of a pandemic and I didn't get to go on a book tour. So I was like, F that I'm going to do one anyway. So I'm now going around the country to select cities doing tours, doing events. And so tonight's my, my event in Dallas. And this morning I was on a Dallas news station talking about personal branding and authenticity. And it was so fun. I'm so glad I asked you what you did this morning. Oh, I was on the news today and then I'm hanging out with you, Kath. So could you have gotten a better ticket? This is the highlight of my day. Well, it's just because you love me and you know what it is. We are nice to each other. I think the biggest surprise and Jill, I'll come to you next because you really are like the epitome of this. The biggest surprise of making millions of dollars and meeting people who are in that space, who are women is that, oh my God, they're the girls who are the vulnerable, nice girls, not the opposite. Like you kind of think on your way up that people somewhere near the top are not nice. And boy, what I have found is that when we're all together, we hold the freaking space for each other in a way that no one wanted to do that for me when I was on my way up. It's like, I'm like so happy for you when you launch your book, when you, it's like, and it's, it's literally the most genuine joy, right? Jill. And that is the thing I love about you. I feel like in Jill's platform, that is the thing that you want to create is a place for women to feel found and seen and celebrated. So thank you. What were you doing this morning? Anything fun? Yeah. Well, figures I have to go after Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) 
how do I even talk that? I was on the news. I went for a beach walk. <laughs> that sounds really equally as amazing for the record to me. That's but here's why really it's awesome. so bomb.com because her beach walk is because she peaced out and moved to the Cayman Islands. That's literally something that you only read about in like the James Bond, like chronicles like it's insane that you are at that level where you just moved to the Cayman Islands with your kid and your husband because that's so normal all right well it's 10.05 I think that enough of you are here that we are going to get the party started so we are going to do a little bit of we'll just sort of go around I'm going to start with I'll start with you Jess and we're going to talk about your podcast okay and first of all Tell us a little bit about why you started this podcast and how this podcast in any way grew your business. Let's talk about it. So my, my podcast has changed my life and business and life in all the ways. So I started my show over two years ago because I, I really wanted to talk to my audience. I wanted to have that. I, I was a podcast listener. I was a super fan of lots of specific hosts and just loved the intimacy and how connected I could feel to who they were. And, and I had been doing video and blogs and a bunch of other content mediums and nothing really felt as powerful as content is concerned as podcast did. So I was like, I'm going to start my own show. And it's been the most rewarding. It's been the most fulfilling. And it's definitely been one of the most powerful strategies I've ever imparted in my business. It's definitely expanded my footprint. I reach people all over the world now. I find, I find it to be a total portal into new community beyond social media. And it's absolutely driven my business. I've gotten clients. I've launched my book successfully because of it. I launched multiple courses and retreats through my, through my podcast, but I want to just stamp that the, probably the most powerful aspect of podcasting for me has been relationship building. It is the most effective networking tool available. I have been able to sit down with New York Times bestselling authors from the biggest thought leader. I had Marianne Williamson on my show this week, Marianne Williamson. Amazing. I would never have been able to have a conversation with Marianne Williamson in my life unless I had a podcast, right? Think about that. I had, you know, Candace Bushnell, the author of Sex in the City, come on my show. And when it was time to launch my book and I needed endorsements, I reached out to Candace Bushnell because I knew her through podcasting and she's her quotes on the cover of my book, right? So it's, it's things like that, that have led to building my network as well as re-establishing my network. So one last thing I'll say too, is I've been able to bring like prospective clients or current clients onto my show to kind of really give them the extra love and affection as, you know, a partner. And that's deep in my relationships with my clients and they continue to work with me for lots of reasons, but it's a really powerful way to have a give back to the people that are, you know, influential in your own life already. And so I can't say enough things about it. It's, it's truly changed my business. Yes. But most of all my life. And I truly mean that. That is amazing. First of all, I saw that you had Marianne Williamson on and I was like, all right, like that's a mic drop. That's incredible. And what you just said, I want to piggyback on because I didn't mention that. I mean, God, there's so many things we could have mentioned. We've only had in this boot camp, we've only had three days so far. But one of the things you just said, I do want to talk about, which is you just said I can bring my clients on, right? And Jess does branding. She has a personal branding business and here is the thing is that we have actually, we've done that as well, where I've brought on people who I've coached, right. And we've taken a slice of, obviously we've asked permission and the people who've said, yeah, absolutely. So we've brought it on. Do you know the response we get because people hear themselves in those people? Now, the other thing that's important for all of you listening to get is I remember just like Jess is right now promoting her book, which you should all get. It is an incredible book. Um, The depth is there, but also the strategy. It's a nice thing that you were able to do both. But the point is that when I was promoting my book, I remember my friend Jeff saying to me, the best way to promote work is talking about the work, right? It's not just saying like, buy my book. It's actually like, here's the process behind the scenes of writing the book, or here's one chapter of the book. And here's one story I told, and here's why I told it. 
And what I want all of you to get is that your podcast allows you, one of the things that you can do with it is whatever it is that you are selling, whether it is a retreat, whether it is a course, whether it is a product, you could have an experience for your listener by talking to someone on your podcast, right? So like Esther Perel, who does that amazing, I mean, she's a sex therapist. She's off the charts. Incredible. Do you know the amount of requests that she gets because she actually does therapy on the podcast? Like it is off the charts. So of course she doesn't do that. She doesn't have to do that. But if she puts then out some kind of a group coaching thing, or she puts out a series of videos on marriage or sex or family or whatever, it's done because people were witness to you interacting with your clients. So it's an incredible way for you just to give your clients exposure, but also for you to get exposure because here's the person talking to you about how you even help them figure out their branding and the process behind that. Yeah. And I just want to say too, I mean, I think a lot of people start or won't start a podcast because they feel like I don't have the audience or who, you know, who's going to really listen to it. And if you bring say your clients or your network, your immediate it, like maybe it's not Marianne Williamson on episode two, it's episode 137, but those people have people that they're going to share it with. And when it's showcasing your work and how impactful you've been on someone else's life in real life, someone you actually know, that has created such a boomerang effect for my, for my business. It leads to more clients. And so for me, it's, I mean, I have a sizable audience, but I really focus on the quality of my audience versus the quantity of my audience. And that really matters, not the the vanity metrics, like the true moving of the needle comes from the quality. Yeah. And that's, we, we talked about that on day two and I was explaining to them how the Seth Godin example of the difference between the Grateful Dead and Taylor Swift is such a great example because you want the engagement more than you want that vanity number because it doesn't actually make the impact you think it's making, and it doesn't actually move your business the way that you think it is. And so I'm so excited to be inviting you guys right now into this conversation because the three of us, me, Jill, and Jess, we are part of a a larger girl squad. And we meet up, I would say, once every few months on Zoom. And Jill and I used to meet up like every couple of weeks on Zoom with a bunch of girls. And we have this sort of like behind the scenes, millionaire girls. I'm taking from Jill, like that's the name of her thing. (laughs) But we have this thing where we kind of like get to sort of like get into the nuances and talk to each other. And so I love that I'm inviting you guys in because you're going to hear, like you can make quantum leaps in your business. Like this is what I want you to see evidence of. Let's go to you. So Jill, so what Jessica just left off on, I think is a great place to start with you because She was just talking about how people can get worried about, oh, I don't have a big enough audience. For years, the thing that Jill is so good at is she, you were the one of the first people I knew who had built a huge membership, huge. I mean, it was thousands and thousands and thousands of people paying you to be in your membership. She then shut it down, completely reinvented herself. Then they started doing launches and boot camps. And again, you have a way of being able to build audience, to build groups together. So let's talk a little bit about that. What makes that happen? And if, if in any way your podcast has helped with that, how so? Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to touch on is something Jessica just left off on is like one of the main hiccups I see, I'm sure you see it as well, Kath, and I'm sure you see it as well, Jessica, is the whole thing you just brought up is like, well, I, I don't have a big enough audience yet. And I think that's the big thing that stops a lot of people is they're scared of being seen starting small, right? right? But Kathy, I I remember when you and I first met in 2018 and you were just, uh, I mean, you were already off to the races, but you were at the beginning yeah. and you never let the, like, I'm at the beginning, slow you down. It was like, I don't care if I'm starting small because we all start small. Like no one starts big. Right. So just always reminding yourself of anyone that you might look up to or coach with or join their programs. Like they didn't start that way. And so starting to compare yourself to like who you were yesterday versus like who you put up on a pedestal, I think is number one when it comes to doing anything in business and specifically with podcasting. That's a good point. I remember when, when you and I met and I was so intimidated by you because I had like four, I don't know. I had like 8,000 followers on Instagram. I just started my podcast. Maybe we had like 10,000 or 20,000 downloads an episode, something 
anything like that. And you were really, really, truly ahead of me, but you were so generous to me. And you were like, you're awesome. And you were like, you should come hang out with so-and-so. And I was like, she's so encouraging. And you just took me like, I'm not looking at your vanity numbers and looking at your heart, looking at your soul, looking at your ability to hold this freaking space for me and look where you're right. Look where I am because I didn't say, Oh, I'm intimidated. I'm not even going to reach out to her. And, and I think that's your biggest strong suit, Kath, is like you are consistent as all hell and you make asks. I think that's a big thing with podcasting is a lot of people it's like, oh, I just I don't want to reach out and ask someone to be my guest. And then they say no. And I'm going to be so embarrassed. And like the whole fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of judgment comes trickling in and it stops us before we even get started. But if you can learn one thing from Kathy, I feel like she's one of the best in the world at this is like really owning who you are and putting that out over the airwaves, the video waves, you know, (laughs) whatever it is, just, I feel like you are truly one of the best at that Kathy. And because you are so yourself people just gravitate towards you so quickly because they feel like they are just like in on the conversation with you. Cause you're never like, Oh, I am a big effing deal. And you guys are just my listeners. Right. And so if anyone's listening to this and is on the fence about working with you, I feel like that's one of the best things they can learn from you is not just the like technical piece of podcasting, but also like how to show up and resonate with people. I think that's a big thing that people overlook in podcasting is like, how do I, how do I do this perfectly? How do I say the right things? How do I get the perfect intro? How do I get the perfect guest? But people aren't looking for perfect. They're looking for resonance. Like if you can resonate with them, you've got them. Right. And so I think that was a big thing that helped us with screw the nine to five, especially in the beginning, when we started our communities, our free community specifically is just showing up and just keeping it really effing real with people and just not trying to be who we weren't. I feel like a lot of the times when people struggle with imposter syndrome, it's because they're trying to be something that they're not yet instead of owning where they're at and just living in that. Um, And so if I could lend one thing when it comes to community building or connecting with people is simply just like show up as your whole self and allow yourself to be seen, allow yourself to be received and allow yourself to be out there with your viewpoints and your, and your message and your heart and, you know, your opinions and your perspectives and your guests and everyone that you bring into your kind of ecosphere, your orbit. I mean, this is why I love my friends. (laughs) I'm so incredibly, I'm just so grateful to know you. I'm so lucky to have friends like you, like Jess and I, you know, we're voice texting, back and forth the other day, we're going to have just like a, a brainstorm in a couple of weeks. And Jill and I do that. And I have, we have like mutual friends like this and, and this right here, you guys, I want to go back into this because it's so easy to think. And Jill, thank you for bringing this level of real depth to this boot camp. It's so easy to think we live in a very, I'm going to say it masculine world, right? Okay. And we each have inside of us, like a masculine and a feminine side. We just do, right. That's part of the way that we are made up. It's so easy to think that all of it really comes down to strategy and that what's most important is looking at what are you doing? What are you doing? What action are you taking? What are you doing? And what Jill just said is a really important question is who are you being? And I know it's not fancy and glossy and as sexy as, well, just tell me the steps. And so it is cool that we've spent the last three days talking about a lot of tangible, concrete steps, right? And algorithms and things you need to know and and all different ways that you can start to really put things in boxes and have it on paper. But the resonance, right? I have so much more to ask you, but before we keep going, we're just going to thank our sponsors. The first time that I tried meditating, I thought I was doing it all wrong and it just wasn't working. If you've had that experience, but you still want to take care of your mental health, then you owe it to yourself to try Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Whether you want to feel less overwhelmed, improve your sleep, boost focus, or just increase your overall sense of well-being, Headspace has a meditation to help. 
And what's really cool is that Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. In fact, Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Meditation has been such an important practice in my life and using Headspace every morning has really helped me anchor myself so I can start my day in my highest vibration and I won't be as easily thrown off with the negative thoughts that come every single day for all of us. I especially love that Headspace lets me build in this meditation practice on my own schedule since they have these 10-minute sessions so I can really do them anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash dreamjob. That's headspace.com slash dreamjob for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash dreamjob today. I truly believe that we're all meant to create. And whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school, you can explore your creativity and be inspired. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. They have classes for every skill level, and it's incredibly affordable. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. I love their classes in productivity and Instagram. I even took a watercolor painting class. But one of them I want to recommend to you is Emma Gannon class. It's called Finding Fulfillment, Using Pivots to Power Your Creative Career. And it's all about how to kickstart and map out your pivot. Emma is a super multi-hyphenate, so she knows what it's like to redirect over and over again. And she's going to help you find your passion, those sparks of joy, and take those active steps towards your dreams. She's also sharing tips on time management and financial planning so that you don't feel so overwhelmed once you make that change in your life. Skillshare has classes in other topics like graphic design, illustration, photography, marketing. It's really an endless library, so you're going to find something that you like. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash dreamjob and get a one-month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at skillshare.com slash dream job. And I think the most important thing that you two are doing for them right now, which is what I hope I'm also doing for you this week is showing you a new possibility because we do become James clear says we become the five people we spend the most time with. In fact, when I had him on the show, he wrote the book atomic habits. I said, what's the most important habit? And he said, who do you spend time with? Mm -hmm. And he said, it's because you become those people. And so it's really important that if you don't have models in your life or mentors in your life who model for you real residence, that their life is not just fake success, but like they're living a successful life. They're happy. They're fulfilled. They're in growth mode, their relationships. Like if you're not able to see that, why would you believe then that that's possible? We will only take action based on how much we believe is possible period, end of story. And so just to go back to you, like to use that as an example, how important do you feel mentorship, having mentors in your life has been, or how important do you, have you seen your own self-mentoring people? How has that role of seeing possibility affected you in your life? I wouldn't be who I am, where I am, what I'm doing without mentors. Like, a thousand million percent. I was actually just talking about this yesterday. When I met my mentor of my business, Simply B, I was, this was five years ago. He was this, he was the former CEO of the Chicago Tribune, one of the most like well-respected, well-known executive men in the city of Chicago. And I got a by destiny a meeting with him. And I had just started my business. I had zero revenue. I had zero product. I didn't even know my my what what my website was going to be. I had no confidence. And to this day. I attune to the core wisdom that he has given me. Mentors, you know, are there to see beyond what you can see in yourself and to push you and to hold a higher vision and to reflect back to you what's possible and call you to a higher standard and to be there when you need them, you know, and to cry on their shoulders and to celebrate with them. And I've I'm very blessed. I have a couple core mentors. Tony is one of them. And as a mentor myself, as I have grown my business and now I have, you know, a really young, predominantly younger team, I find it to be such a responsibility, such an honor and a privilege. In fact, um, one of the best things I've ever heard about mentorship. I don't know if you know Grant Ackett's. He's, he's the chef of Alinea. It's like, it was the number one restaurant in the world. So he had a chef de cuisine, this guy named Curtis Duffy, who opened up another restaurant called Grace in Chicago. And they made a Netflix documentary about it. And Alinea had two Michelin stars. 
And Curtis Duffy was going after three very boldly. He had worked for Grant for years, worked under him and was ready to do his own thing and kind of wanted to conquer it himself. And they interviewed Grant Ackett for this Netflix documentary. And they asked him, how are you going to feel if Curtis Duffy gets three Michelin stars and you only have two? And I'll never forget what he said. He said, well, if the protege doesn't outdo the mentor, then the mentor did do a very good job. Mm. And I have the chills. I think it's such a responsibility to be a mentor. And we're not here for ourselves all day long. We're here for the future and what our children's 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 are going to inherit. And we get to do that with the way that we show up and guide others. And I'm very blessed that I've had people I can call a mentor and I really am dedicating kind of my life's work to paying it forward in every way I can. So mentorship is a passion point for me. I want to say two things about it, and then I'm going to go to Jill. Two things. One is how amazing that each of us who just literally decided to start where we were have now become leaders for other people. Mm. Nobody came along and said, you're ready now, Kath. We're going to like, you know, mic you up. It was like, I decided that I was going to lead. And that's, what's beautiful about leadership. Think of anybody in the world, like, you know, the woman right now who decided to be my kid's room parent, right. She's going to be in charge. I was like, that was really generous of you to take that on. Cause you know, one of the parties she throws, someone's going to say that wasn't COVID safe. Or why did you do that? Like leadership is you got the ball. Someone's going to come tackle you, right. That's how it works. So leadership takes courage, but how generous, right. And she decided to just like do that. And in so many ways, you guys who are listening, you don't realize how the stories of your life, the chapters you've already written and closed are for somebody else, everything. And because you're not a celebrity, because you're a regular person, it will actually land for them. And that is incredible. My friend, Alex Benayan wrote this book called The Third Door. And he interviewed Maya Angelou and Warren Buffett and Lady Gaga, a bunch of people. And after interviewing Spielberg and and Lady Gaga and Angelou and all these people, he said he realized that all those people went in through the third door. He said, it's like a nightclub. You know, there's always a line around the block. Everyone's just standing there waiting to get in. And then there's the second line, he says, for like the VIP list, like your last name's Kardashian, like you're, you know, the guy who owns the building, your mom knows something, whatever you're on this VIP list. He said, but They weren't on the list. Warren Buffett wasn't on the list, right? Lady Gaga, she didn't get on the VIP list. He said what they all had in common was they took the third door. He said, because everybody knows if you're using this analogy that these people waiting in this first line and the second line, he goes, there's always a third way in a building. There's a side door, there's a back door, right? And he said, what's fascinating, Kath, is that finding the third door wasn't the big, like, aha. We all can find it. He said, the hardest part of becoming this kind of successful person is being willing to leave the line because it's so subtle that you don't even know you've been sort of conditioned to believe like, who are you to leave the line? Who are you to think you're going to actually go through the third door? Don't you leave the line? You know what happens when you leave the line and people then what? Then they have to deal with the fact that they never left the line and you have to deal with the fact that you're being disloyal or whatever it is. So having mentorship in my life not only showed me that there was a third door, but gave me permission to leave the line. Mm -hmm. And I did watch. I remember my mom, before I left for LA, she said, it doesn't happen for people like us. Why would you go? Like, it's not going to happen. I remember my aunt begging me go, you're a smart girl. You're going to waste your time. Just go do something. Go to, go get a graduate degree. Right. I remember people in my life saying to me, like, what are you doing? Or when it first started to work, like my songwriting, it was like, well, you got lucky or, well, you know, you'll see it won't last forever. Don't spend that money. Save that money. You're not going to keep it going. Like, okay. Okay. All right. And I would cling to whoever was my mentor in that moment whoever would help me start to see just like they like washing the windows and you see, Oh, it was, I didn't realize how Mm. my, my glasses were. And then there'd be another level of expansion. And then someone else would come in and I would go, wait a minute, but what's that about? Look at her vibe. 
Ooh, and what's her life look like? And oh my God. And it's the reason why we all became friends and why we want to be around each other and why we, why we keep people like that in our life. But how many of you right now want to leave that line, right? All right, before we keep going, I just want to give a warm shout out to a podcast and a woman that I love, and I think you're going to love her too. You've actually heard her here on the Don't Keep Your Day Job podcast. Her name is Julie Solomon from the Influencer Podcast. Top podcast host, PR expert, brand and marketing coach, and author Julie Solomon. She gives you pound in the heart inspiration and action steps needed to become a household name in today's influential landscape so you can create the iconic success that you are meant for. Julie is the real deal, which is one of the reasons she and I connected so deeply and so quickly. She, like me, she's no BS when it comes to getting what you want and living your life abundantly on your terms. Julie's new book, Get What You Want, is coming out June 7th, 2022, and she's going to start releasing never-before-heard conversations and stories surrounding its release on the podcast, which you won't want to miss. If you want to become one of the most successful people that you know, Start with the podcast trailer episode and don't look back. Discover why people all over the world call Julie their go-to for all things branding, impact, and influence. Go to episode 154 at juliesolomon.net slash podcast, and you can listen to the conversation that I had with Julie all about pivoting your passions and business growth so you can start getting what you actually want today. So Jill, for you, I mean, you've been mentoring, you and Josh have mentored thousands of people through Screw the 9 to 5. You've helped thousands and thousands of people leave their nine to five and go from what they didn't think was possible to actually having a life where they could move to the Cayman Islands. Like you live, <laughs> live it. Mm. What do you see in mentorship that gets in the way for people? And how do you move them across that mountain? There's so many pieces I love about mentorship and so many different ways it's played such a huge role in my life. I do want to quickly speak to leaving the line. I feel like a lot of people get in their heads around leaving the line because they have people in the line with them who are kind of saying what you're saying, like, oh, well, like, do you really want to do that? Most people fail. And I think that when you step out of the line, you're it's almost like magnifying to them that they have the potential that they aren't willing to lean into. You know what I mean? And so that's why they say the things that they say to us to kind of like subtly, subconsciously undermine our big dreams so that we don't go for it because most people won't go for it, right? It's why entrepreneurs and self-made millionaires and successful people in general, it's why we're the warriors, right? Because we don't let other people's judgments or opinions equal our truth. And we kind of navigate through our own internal compass as to what we know to be true and what we are willing to go to bat for and who we want to be. And that is what gets us to take that first step out of the line and look for the back door. So I just wanted to offer that as well. Mentorship in, in my life, man, Mostly it's helped me spot blind spots, open up to new perspectives and understand myself in a deeper way. My own triggers, my own underlying beliefs that I believe so hard, I didn't even know I believed them, right? So for me, one of those biggest ones was success equals hard work or hard work equals success. It's something I learned from my dad. And I remember the first ever 100K profit launch. And I was like, are we... Oprah rich. Like, is that what just happened here? Because we just made a hundred thousand dollars on the internet. And I was like momentarily stoked with that until it brought like all these internal beliefs crashing down because it challenged, like it was the easiest launch I had ever done. And it challenged hard work equals success. And I was working with a coach at the time, Kelly, and she asked me that exact question. Who did you learn your definition of success from? And I was like, well, my dad. And she's like, and what did he believe about success? And I was like, that it equals hard work. And she's like, and this wasn't hard work. And it, it like fractured that foundational belief that you had. And so like, I was like internally combusting. I couldn't even wrap my head around what was going on for me. And I'll always remember that moment. It was May, 2016. I was in Toronto in my bedroom and she asked me that question and it just forever changed the course of my life. Outside of that, like I remember Josh working with another coach, Jim Fortin in 2018, right before we kind of like 
did a giant reset to our business. And I believe it was because of him working with him. And Jim was the first one to introduce us to the whole concept of fear of judgment. And then I could start to see that and how it was playing out in my life. And so it was just like this giant magnifying glass that allowed me to see where I was holding myself back so that I could step into who I really wanted to be with confidence and true ownership. And so for me, mentorship is everything like spotting the blind spots, offering different perspectives, holding the the higher vision for yourself than you could possibly ever see. I think that's one of the beautiful benefits of coaching and mentorship as well. And having someone who holds you accountable, right? Like obviously everyone in here who wants to start a podcast, we know that you guys have to be the one to record it and hit publish and get it on iTunes. I know that for sure. But one thing I also know is that like with Kathy in your corner, there's no way she's just going to let you phone it in and do nothing, right? She wants you hitting publish. She wants you going live, right? And so just having a cheerleader or a coach in your corner like that, who can help you dust yourself off when things get hard and they will, right? This is business. It's like a game for the crazy ones, right? (laughs) Having a coach in your corner who will be like, don't worry about it. Don't let that set you back. Just pick yourself back up and go again. You know, like having that kind of support and that kind of cheerleader in your corner is everything to so many entrepreneurs. Well, that's so nice of you to bring that back to me. That was really generous. But all of these comments, I mean, I, this is what's so fun about these conversations. I told you guys when I podcast, I'm this way, like I never have an agenda. I just know that I really want to be curious and make space to like allow your light to pour in. And so it's so cool that it, it went in this different, you know, cool way. I do want to say yes, for anybody who didn't hear the memo, we've already had so many people joining. It's your turn to podcast is really exciting. It's like one of our biggest launches ever right now. It's so cool to see all of you taking the mic. Um, I also wanted to mention to you that there's two guest experts coming in, Julie Solomon and Ali Kazaza, who both have phenomenal Mm -hmm. podcasts. Ali started her podcast when she was literally like dirt poor. She couldn't even have the money to buy feminine hygiene products. And she was just starting to go live and starting her podcast and now has brought in also she's in the seven figure club and such a lovely person. And Julie is phenomenal at teaching you how to get publicity. One thing that I want to say about this program, but also I want to bring it back so we can leave them with a little bit more strategy is, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. And when somebody says to me, they started their podcast and they are so frustrated, they're going to give up. I say, let me just take a little audit. Right. And I kind of look and I go, well, here's why it's not working. See, when you have mastery over something, I can do it like that. Jess can look at your Instagram right now and she can say, this is why you're not converting. Your Instagram bio is not clear. This is where you're losing people in your story. Like, this is what we know how to do. When Jill and I talk shop on launches, see, we talked about how to monetize your podcast, right? I gave you ways that you can do that. We went into as much detail as we could. But if you sat with me in this course and we go into it, I'm going to say, did you nail the promise of that deliverable? Did you give, did you sell people what they want and give them what they need before you went ahead? Did you pre-sell it? Did you test it? These are the things we literally don't know that we don't know. And once you've been either paying your dues through trial and error, or once you, and Jill, you can hop off if you want to, she has to run to my friends. I love you. Thank you guys so much. The truth of it is that when you are launching or podcasting or trying to get on people's shows or Jess and I were, were talking shop about her, her book launch, right? Like I've had a book launch and gosh, there's so much. I was just asking her what she could teach me about so many of the things, but when you've been down that road and when I, what did I do? What did I do when I launched my book? I hired a coach who had launched a book and another book and a bestseller and a bestseller. And I was like, oh my God, I wouldn't have even thought to pre-sell the book with these kinds of bonuses and to then have new bonuses and then to then do sort of live stuff and then to get a street team on my team. So people were right. Like, this is what we're going to teach you. And it's your turn to podcast things, but there's no way you wouldn't know that you don't know because you haven't mastered it because what is Malcolm Gladwell quote the research, it takes 10,000 hours for you have mastery. So if you want to save the time, right you find someone who you resonate with. And again, I'm not everybody's person. So if somebody else, there's so many other podcasting courses out there besides mine. And if that person resonates with you, that's the person that you should learn it from, right? But you should learn it as opposed to just like, oh, I'm really into making this. I see that Kathy and Jessica and Jill and a million other people have made 
a lot out of their podcast, but I'm just going to wing it. It's really important. I'm going to wing it. I'm going to DIY it. I'm going to duct tape it together. No, you're going to train like an athlete trains for the Super Bowl. You're going to show the hell up for it so that you commit that the outcome is actually there is an intention and an elevated emotion with a clear intention. And you add strategy to that. You're going to see yourself there. It's actually going to be a thing rather than another one of those things that you can be frustrated with yourself because you didn't actually do it because you didn't know what you didn't know. And the one thing I will say is that I like to do what I see is not in the marketplace. And so you guys, I'm literally shooting a TV show right now. You guys will see it soon. I'll let you know when it's going to be on the network, but we just started shooting. I could very easily be like, I am going to do a podcast. I'm going to record videos. And my team was like, it's probably what you should do, Kath. And I was like, yeah, except you know my heart. And in order for people to be obsessed and actually have a transformation, I can't just do videos. I have to be generous. I have to show up and I have to be with them on Zoom because then when you have my presence and it's live and you have a mentor session that week and you have a session with my producer, oh, it's going to be so hard for you to fail. It's going to be so hard for someone to feel unseen. It's going to be so hard for you to be left behind. And that I have to create it that way. And so when people say to me, yeah, but it's, it's almost three grand, Kathy, it's two, two or $297 a month. I'm like, correct. So what will it cost you to not do it? Right. What will it cost you to not do that? And then you just decide, because I want, if you want to actually master it, if you want to know all those ways to monetize, how are you going to do that launch? How are you going to warm up your audience so that you're not abrupt and salesy, but that it's a natural progression? How are you going to know when to make your lower tier offer, your bigger tier offer? How are you going to call those sponsors? How are you going to reach out to them? How are you going to know how to not be pushy, but how to have a value add when you reach out? What are the nuances of the ways that you're going to really podcast also so that Jill said it resonates? Jess, is there anything you want to say about all these pieces of strategy or any one little last tip that you have seen that really has helped you monetize your podcast, anything at all, the floor is yours. As you're talking, I'm just like clapping inside because you're speaking to one of the most core aspects to a successful podcast, which is consistency and and commitment. (laughs) You know, it's, you got to show up every week to the mic and speak to your audience. And how, how many weeks is your course, Kath? Eight, 12 program is live for eight weeks. And then there's a six month container of support from my producer and my team. Do you, I don't, to the people who are listening, that is such a gift to have a partner to help you integrate that consistency, to get you started with accountability. Because I, I will tell you, I have a lot of clients who also want to do podcasts and very few of them stay the course because it's, it's, it's a lift. I think there's some crazy statistic, like of the millions of podcasts out there, there are only like a few that make it past 10 episodes. And yeah. it's because we take, that, right guys, yeah. what's it called? Good students. It's called pod fade. Yeah. It's pod more than percent They don't yeah. even pass eight episodes. Yeah. It, it's real. And so the fact that Kathy has created this course that kicks you off with a bang of consistency, accountability, and partnership. That is such a gift. And, you know, beyond just her being a gift, like you, I mean, really, I I have been through my own struggles this last year with my business. And this woman has reached out to me heart to heart, so sincerely to lift me out of that cloud and to see the light. Like no one can really do it like her. And I just have so much gratitude for you. And the fact that you've created this course and this container to do that to so many people in this space that, you know, is so amazingly exciting right now, but so many people feel alone in it. So to have the tactical strategic guidance on top of Kathy Heller's soul, like I I couldn't think of a better program to be honest. I'm serious. This is so exciting. You're doing this. That's so nice of you. Um, so you can go to kathyheller.com slash join, kathyheller.com slash join. If you want to join, it's your turn to podcast because it is your turn for God's sakes. There is enough room up here. I'm telling you, me and Jess and Jill and all of us, there is enough room for you to get to podcast, for you to get to do your thing. And so we want to see you guys. We want to see you guys doing you. We want to see you guys out in the world 
building a business, right? We want to see you getting to do stuff in your pajamas, having the, having the time of your life and feeling like you are stepping in. And I want to give Jessica a chance to hop off. She's got interviews. She's got stuff to do. Jess, I love you so much. Go follow her online. Jessica's why you're going to learn so much from her. She's such a generous soul. Thank you for being with us. You're the best. Um, Thank you for having me. I love you. Love you so much. And Colleen, that is so nice. And it really is so true. I have to say that I tear up a lot in our calls and we we always start with a dance party. There is a lot that goes on in there where I say, gosh, I wish everybody who wanted to leave that line was sitting in this room because once it, it's something you just feel right. It's like you, you feel it in your body. There's no going back. And I do hope that by now, and I know you haven't known me that long, that I hope that there was something I said where something clicked. And now you're like, I know too much to go back. I'm not going back to sleep. I'm awake and I want this. And this wasn't smoke and mirrors. You can kind of feel it, right? We're talking about something really concrete, like starting a podcast. And we're talking about something that you can do, like starting a podcast. And we're talking about it over and over where you don't need to worry about having 50,000 people first on your email list. And you don't need a fancy funnel. And we're talking about how the intimacy gets created and the power and how many people you can impact. So instead of underestimating what you can do and overestimating what it would take, think if you had 20 seconds of pure courage, 20 seconds of courage. Could you muster 20 seconds of courage and that's it. The rest of your day, you could be scared. That's okay. It's hard to be brave. But what if every day you could muster 20 seconds of courage and press record? What if every day you could muster 20 seconds of courage and at the end of your episode say, hey, if you want to hang out and discuss this live, join my Facebook group. And then what if those moments of courage led you to being more worried about being generous and holding for other people? And what if then by holding for other people, the greatest reward of your life is that people were waiting for you to raise your hand? And then what if by raising your hand, you get led to a life where you get to have it all? Like you get to eat food that you like, have a nice family life and make really good money doing something that doesn't feel like a chore. And then you stop and you have to ask yourself, why did I think that was so much to ask? It's like, are any of us asking to buy an island? Are any of us asking to be king of the whole world? Like, what are you really asking from this life? You're saying, could I just really feel I am my greatest potential? Like I'm actually doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing? Could I just actually feel like I am thriving? Could I, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like, really, is it, is it so much to ask that every, literally think about this, everything in nature is designed to bloom to its fullest potential. Every redwood tree is designed to be as tall as it can be. And so is every human being. So what stops us from being our bravest, most powerful, most vulnerable, most beautiful, most epic self, us, right? Do you know that the word desire is a Latin word that means of the father? So if that dream is put in you, that's all you need to know about the fact that that's for you. It was given to you because there's a little nudge from your soul saying, take the mic be a leader today. And you're correct. There's your soul is saying you're correct. You're not just ready. You're over ready. You're over ready. That's what I see. I see people saying, I'm not enough. I'm not ready. And I'm like, you're right. You're, you're way over ready. And that's the problem. You've been overthinking this to death. You've been in your resistance too long. You forgot how to actually trust yourself. And when you can, you're going to realize it's all been sitting here waiting for you to allow it in, waiting for you to stop telling yourself every morning, this is going to be the same as it was before. 
and there's really no point and I'm behind and it's too late. You guys, I thought I was going to be a rock star and all I wanted to do my whole life was sing. And my voice is, it's okay. Like you guys are so nice. Like your voice. I'm not Kelly Clarkson. Okay. I'm not going to blow out the Staples Center. And I got far. I got a record deal. And then I felt like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz because the wizard came and said, you're going to need to find your own way home. And I couldn't make an excuse at that point that, well, if one day they would have met me, it would have worked out. They just never met me. And I couldn't delude myself into thinking because I had met with Atlantic, Interscope, Universal Republic, and the doors were officially like, I was told like, you are good, but you're not great. And I realized that it's not going to happen. And I gave up and I went and got a bunch of day jobs. And one day I was driving in my car and I had to pull over because I was crying so hard. I couldn't see. And I said, God, I just want to, I want you to use me. And now I have no clue. If that's not it, I don't have a clue what's special about me. And I was working at day jobs, wearing a, a double-breasted suit, living in Brentwood. I was helping this man who sold commercial real estate. And then he'd be like, every day, he'd be like, good morning. I was like, good morning. Until I caught myself in the mirror of the elevator one day. And I was like, I don't even recognize you. And so I walked into his office and I said, I'm going to quit. And he goes, that's not really smart. I'm paying you really well. And I said, I know, but I feel dead inside and I don't recognize myself. And I quit and I had no clue what was going to happen next. What happened next is I started asking a better question. Like, is there anything in between being a rock star and having a job I hate? And guess what? I started looking for clues. Is there anything else? And I then found I found people like Ingrid Michaelson who were licensing music, people like Christina Perry licensed me. I was like, I've never even heard the words licensing of music. So I thought, what if I did that? And guess what? I wound up leaving my stupid day job and I was in the studio with my ukulele and I didn't have to be Beyonce because it wasn't about having the number one single. There was another way to write music and get paid. And I felt like me. And it was the best gift to feel like myself because I lost her. And not only did I lose her, I thought I had to because everyone around me said, don't you get it? That's what it means to grow up and be an adult. You don't get to do stuff you like. Get your head out of the clouds. Be realistic. Be reasonable. Be practical. But my mom, who's been on these calls, who's so amazing, her gifts have been dying inside of her for 60 years and I know her pain and I knew that wasn't going to be me. And so I was so grateful every day I'd come home from the studio and I wasn't famous, but I got to play with my toys, my shakers, my ukulele, write a song. Then my song was on Pretty Little Liars, Grey's Anatomy, The Office, Parks and Rec. I wrote a song for Coca-Cola. I wrote a song for McDonald's and I was like, no one even knows. I was flying with my kids. I'd finally fallen asleep. My two daughters, I didn't have my third one yet. And my song, we're good together. We're good together. Look at how we shine. It was in a McDonald's commercial and it was on every TV on the plane. We're back then sitting in coach, you know, my daughter wakes me up, mama, mama, that's you. And we went to New York city and we walked into the American girl doll store and I wrote a bunch of songs for those McKenna paints reaches for this. What I wrote, wrote a bunch of songs. And so my song was playing and my other daughter goes, mama, that's you. And it's the best thing because I got to be myself. Right. And so it was everything for me. It was everything. And guess what happened? God supersized my life because there's more than that. And by stepping into the flow of finally saying, yes, I'm going to do something I love, there were more opportunities to find more gifts. Then there were songwriters saying, how did you do that? Show me. And I, for a while, said, no, I don't teach. I just do. I like, well, why can't I teach? Maybe I can. And first I would teach people for free. I would just meet them for lunch. Who would I be to charge? And then my friends would say, well, can you, can you tell me the next thing? The next thing? How did you meet the people from McDonald's? How did you meet the people from Target? How did you send that email? How did you get into the Disney soundtracks? And I was like, maybe I should charge. 
And then I did. And then guess what? Another gift. One of my students said, you should start a podcast, Kath. And I'm like, me? I went to speech therapy all through grade school. I have the worst diction. I, I'm not smart. I didn't get straight A's. I went to a state school. She's like, no, you should start a podcast. And I did. And guess what? There were more gifts. And my second episode, I get a text from this woman, Libby McGuire. She goes, I'm a book agent. This is a book. She sends me a check for hundred grand. Then what happened next? Everything. And now in my house, there's cameras because you'll be seeing me on TV. And the show is amazing. You know what my show is? We're helping people quit their jobs and do what they really want to do. And the people we've met and the casting and these people who deserve to be seen. And I don't know what's coming next, you guys. Do you? It's called being in the freaking flow state. It's called having the courage to say enough of the resistance. It took me quitting my job, which was scary as hell, and opening my palms to the possibility maybe there was another way for me to do something I love besides something I hate or this thing that I couldn't attain, which was being the most famous singer in the world and touring the world. And just look, it's like in Field of Dreams where the guy finally gets to play baseball and then there's a kid who falls and they're like, is there a doctor here? And Kevin Costner's like, you didn't get to play. And he's like, you don't get it. What if I didn't get to be a doctor? If I would have gotten that stupid record deal, I wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't be using every aspect of my life force to help other people say yes to themselves. And I said, what did I say in the car that day? I said, God, use me. And I thought the most I had to offer was to open my mouth and sing on stage. No. Maybe, just maybe, what's possible in the quantum right here, in the possibility, in the field of the spectrum of possibility, maybe the possibility for you is bigger than you can see. So I hope that this week I came along and showed you that just maybe there's a bigger possibility. And this is what Colleen knows because she's been working with me for a while. And this is why she's like, if you're in Kathy's program, it's just different. It really is. So I am doing this. It's called It's Your Turn to Podcast. You should really look at it. If you're having resistance around that, look at that resistance. In any case, won't be for everybody. We don't have room for everybody anyway. We don't. We don't take 10,000 people. We don't take 5,000 people. We don't take, we have a certain number of people. We try to keep it like a nice size college classroom. So it is what it's going to be. And the Talmud says that anyone who's at a party was already predetermined before we were even born who would be at every gathering. So it's all meant to be. So if you're supposed to be there on this journey with me, I'll see you in there. I love you guys. Go to kathyheller.com slash join to join. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Bye. That was so fun. I love talking with Jessica and Jill. You should definitely follow both of them. Jessica's on Instagram at Jessica Zweig and Zweig is spelled Z-W-E-I-G. And Jill is on Instagram at the Millionaire Girls Club. We'll include their links and handles in the podcast show notes. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, focus on the quality of your audience, not the quantity. The true moving of the needle comes from the quality. Number two, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who you put on a pedestal. Number three, people don't want perfection. They want resonance. Show up and be real. Own where you're at. Show up as your whole self and allow yourself to be seen and received. Number four, you deserve to have it all. Number five, everything in nature is designed to be in its full potential. Number six, if the dream is put in you, it's for you. And number seven, maybe just maybe what's possible in the quantum is bigger than you can see. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this show. I know that you're so busy. It really does mean the world to me. And don't forget, I really feel morally obligated to tell you that the doors are closing to my podcast program this Wednesday, because if you had something, if you were doing something that you were certain could help people, wouldn't you want to say, hey, this, you got to do this. 
be a part of this podcast program. If there's a program that you've been wanting to take, if you feel like I am your person, but you've been trying to figure out what's that next step in your business, start a podcast. I'll show you how that podcast can help your business, whether you have a service-based business, a product-based business, whether you're starting an online course, you're going to be doing events. If you're a maker, a teacher, a curator, start a podcast, start creating an audience, start pouring into people. This is the way business works. It's not about fancy funnels. It's not about marketing strategies. It's about intimacy. It's about radical empathy. It's about pouring into people and then you won't believe how much your business will grow. My class starts next Monday. Enrollment ends this Wednesday. You can go to kathyheller.com slash join to sign up and I'll see your face in there next Monday. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you Thursday. The sky's gone.